a proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back, relax, while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and we'll probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to another episode of Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This episode, I'll be giving my review of the Guardian of the Farm Apollo, one of my favorite cigars of all time. But before we get into that and we get on to some other things that I'd like to discuss for this episode, I want to apologize for not having a show about how to review a cigar. The guest that I was planning to have on to discuss reviewing a cigar unexpectedly had to reschedule, so I will have him on next episode and we'll discuss how to review a cigar. I'd also like to apologize for not having an on-location recording this last month. Unfortunately, time got away from us. For those of you that were unaware, I was with the rest of the Ear Glue Media staff in Chicago this last month, and we had planned on having a, a recording done at Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago, but unfortunately, like I said, Time just got away from us, and we couldn't get it done. However, I do have something hopefully in the works this month, weather permitting, so stay tuned for that. Maybe a bonus episode. Maybe I'll just put it on the next episode of Simply Stogies, but it's something that I wanted you to have to look forward to. On the announcement front... I am pleased to announce that Simply Stogies is now on iHeartRadio. It took a little bit longer than I had hoped, but thanks to the staff at iHeartRadio, they were very helpful in getting Simply Stogies on that platform. So make sure you check us out. Just go to iHeartRadio and type in Simply Stogies, and there we are. I also want to mention that I am a uh, guest on the newest The Film Appraisers podcast as we talk about our reactions to Avengers Endgame. It was a very lively discussion with myself, Jason, and then the two hosts of The Film Appraisers, Joe Kane and uh, Josh McRae. Absolutely brilliant time with them discussing the movie. Uh, the episode previous to to the one that just released, uh, we discussed our expectations for uh, Avengers Endgame. So if you're so inclined, head over to eargluemedia.com forward slash TFA and check out the film appraisers. I'm also very excited to announce this month our very first contest. This contest is for a handmade ashtray. It has the Simply Stogies logo on a drawer. Yes, that's right. It has a drawer for all of your various accoutrements, 
that you might have for your stogies, whether it's a cutter, a lighter, a punch, uh, what have you. Uh, they can all go in there. It's all handmade. This was donated by Caleb McReynolds, a loyal listener to the show. And uh, he actually uh, made one for me uh, when I first uh, got into cigar smoking. Uh, he works with wood and he's done a fabulous job with this. He's made a few modifications from the prototype that I have. So here's how the contest is going to work. First, follow Simply Stogie's podcast on Instagram. Just search Simply Stogie's podcast, all one word. Follow us there. You can also follow on Twitter at Simply Stogie's. And then one of two things needs to happen once you have done that. You can either leave a review for this podcast on iTunes, even if you hate it, or you can send me an email letting me know what cigar you'd like me to review next. The email is simplystogiespodcast at eargluemedia.com. Do those three things and we'll get you entered for the contest. The contest will run from May 1st through May 31st, and the winner will be announced via social media and on the very next podcast of Simply Stogies. Before I get into my review of Guardian of the Farm Apollo and I talk about the cigar terms uh, this, this episode, I wanted to mention a couple of things that I felt were, were newsworthy for cigar aficionados. First, uh, it, it appears that Imperial Brands is wanting to sell off their part of the premium cigar business. Uh, they are a company that includes uh, two major cigar factories, one of the world's largest retail cigar retail chains. And they also have a, a, a large stake, about 50% of Cuba's Habanos SA and uh, Altadis USA. So these are not small companies. When you think of this company, uh, they put out non-Cuban cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo, E. Giulietta, and H. Upman. So this is a this is big in the cigar world for more than just they uh, they own these non-Cuban brands. They also have that 50% stake uh, in Cuba's Habanos SA. What does that mean? We don't know what that means, but the future of Cuban cigars, Cuban manufacturing, uh, and even some of the non-Cuban cigar brands might get a little bit interesting in the near future. I will post a link to this article out of CigarAficionado.com that talks about uh, Imperial Brands selling its premium cigar business in our show notes. So make sure you check that out if you are so inclined. I'd also like to do a callback real quick to uh, episode three, where we had Glenn Loop and Timothy Allen from the CRA on, and it was absolute blast having them on. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to do so. They talked about uh, a lot of good things going on with the FDA and what the CRA is doing in that fight for our premium cigar rights and premium tobacco. There's a lot of things going on at the state level. There's a lot of things going on, obviously, at the federal level. So if you haven't checked out 
the Cigar Rights of America, please do so at CigarRights.org. That's www.CigarRights.org. I believe it's important for us to support those who are standing up for our rights to enjoy cigars. And that includes Tatuahi. Their Saints and Sinners Club is now supporting the CRA. This is a club that is by invite only. A current member must invite you into the club. The the member only gets one invite per year. If you join the club, which is $175 plus shipping, you also get a membership to the CRA and an additional two cigars made by Tatuahi exclusively for the Saints and uh, Sinners uh, CRA members. Here is an excerpt of the press release for this announcement. With all of the looming regulations that are plaguing our rights to enjoy cigars, we have decided that the only way we are going to make a change is if we, the cigar community, stand up for our rights. That said, Saints and Sinners has decided to partner up with the CRA moving forward and will be donating a big portion of our membership dues to the CRA so they can continue the fight to protect our rights to enjoy a product that we love. Beginning this year, We will be raising our membership rates to $175 plus shipping, but your membership will now come with a CRA membership and an additional two cigars made by Tatuahi exclusively for Saints and Sinners CRA members. These extra cigars will be included in your membership kit and will not be commercially available elsewhere. I have to agree with the fine folks over at Tatuahi and Saints and Sinners. It is up to us, the cigar community, to stand up for our rights. So again, I invite you to go to www.cigarrights.org and sign up and help in the fight to protect our cigar smoking rights. Have you ever walked into a cigar shop and been completely overwhelmed? You look around in the humidor And there are so many cigars of different shapes, different sizes. You don't know what's what. You're not sure what to smoke. You're not sure how long it's going to take to smoke. You're not sure of a whole lot of anything. Flavor profiles, none of it. You're just completely overwhelmed. I still get that feeling when I walk into a a, a B&M. I was in Chicago, like I said, last month. And I went into Casa de Monte Cristo. They have everything there, like almost literally everything. And I, you know, was still overwhelmed. Like I kind of know what I'm doing by this point. I'm certainly no expert, but I walked in and, and I was just, wow, where do I start? Like, I mean, the easy answer is you start at the beginning. You look at the first humidor, see what they have in there. And you, you just kind of take your time. You go through And the sales staff there is very welcoming. They're very uh, knowledgeable. They'll answer any question that you might have. So I thought it might be fun on this episode of Simply Stogies to kind of give you some explanation so that the next time you walk into a B&M, you might not be as overwhelmed as you are now. If you're anything like me, you're still going to be overwhelmed. But we'll we'll see if we can't give you a hand. There are a couple of things that you need to keep in mind when dealing with cigars. Cigars are measured in length and then in diameter. 
those two things together, along with the shape of the cigar, give you its Vitola or its, or its size. We talked a little bit about this before, but I kind of want to go a little bit more in depth this time. So here in the U.S., the length is obviously measured in inches, and the ring gauge is measured in units of 164th of an inch. So what that means is, is if someone says there is an 8 by 48 cigar, that means that it's 8 inches long, and the ring gauge is 48 64ths of an inch in diameter. What does all of this mean? Well, it can be a, a bit complicated. Sometimes it's as simple as they just like the way it looked, the blender liked the way it looked. This is why it looks that way. Other times it, it affects flavor. It affects how much tobacco can go into the cigar. It affects uh, how fast it will burn. It affects when or how long uh, the smoke takes to get to your, to your mouth when you're, when you're drawing it in. The longer the cigar, guess what? The cooler the smoke. You're going to enjoy that cigar a lot longer, uh, obviously. You're also going to be tasting more of that tobacco, that filler, as you're pulling that smoke through it. So longer cigars uh, definitely burn uh, a little slower, especially if they're fatter, if they're on the larger size of the ring gate, 48, 50, 52, 54. So they'll burn a little bit slower. Obviously going to last you a little bit longer. When you're looking at the cigars, just in terms of size, in terms of, of length, they do have some names. Some of these names differ from company to company, and they may have their own size, their own Vitola that they call something special. It doesn't matter. They all take into account the, the ring gauge, and they all take into account the length. So there, there are some consistent ones like Churchill. Churchill size is a 7 by 48, 7 inches long, 48 ring gauge. That's going to take you a couple of hours to smoke. There is the Torpedo. That is a 6.5 inch long by 52 inch ring gauge. And it's uh, shaped on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the cap like a torpedo. Uh, then there's the Perfecto, which looks like a torpedo on both ends. Like that, that it has that shape of that. And so it's a, a 50 ring gauge by, uh, or a 6.5 by, by 50 as well. Uh, it's just a, uh, again, it's just a slimmer uh, ring gauge. And then what is probably the most popular here in the United States anyway, is the Ro Robusto, which is a five by 50. Now these come, like I said, these all go, like there's a Gordo, there's a Toro. Uh, these are all just a little bit longer, a little bit fatter, or a little bit smaller. And um, they go all the way down to a Cigarello which is a three and one eighths inch by 38 ring gauge from that all the way up to a Toro Grande, which is a seven inch by 52 ring gauge. So that kind of gives you an idea of how long it's going to take you to smoke. So uh, uh, a Churchill is going to be close to two hours, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, depending on how fast of a smoker you are. And the Robusto is going to be, you know, hour and 15, hour and 30 minutes, maybe an hour and 45 if you're a super slow smoker. So that gives you an idea when you're at, at your local lounge or you're at the B&M, what to choose and, and to choose something that you're going to have time to enjoy. There's nothing worse than lighting a cigar 
and enjoying it and getting little more than halfway through it, maybe you're starting to go into that last third where it's really starting to pick up and the flavors are becoming more complex and you've got to go. You've run out of time. There's really nothing you can do to save that cigar for later. I mean, you could, but it's there's no point. It's not going to be nearly as enjoyable as it was when you when you first lit it, when you're going through that smoke the first time. Just toss it. Just toss it. So it's important to know what those Vitolas are and then how long it's going to take for you to smoke. The other thing you can look at when you walk into a cigar shop or you walk into your local lounge and you're looking for a smoke, it's not just the shape of the cigar. It's not the size of the cigar, but it's the wrapper of the cigar. Now, what they say about books, not judging a book by its cover, can also be said about cigar wrappers. Never judge a cigar by its wrapper. Most of the flavor comes from the filler. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't any flavor in the wrapper. It just means that most of the flavor that you find in your cigar is in the filler. But knowing the wrappers can kind of give you an indication of what you might be smoking. And if you are ever in doubt, reach out to that tobacconist reach out to whoever's behind the counter and ask them, and they will certainly be able to help you. And if they can't, find a different cigar shop. But I thought it might be fun to go through some of these wrapper colors, what they're called, and then what flavor, what taste these wrappers have. So the first wrapper is a green wrapper, and it's called the Double Claro or a Candela. And they get this, this green color, uh, after it's picked in the field, they, they heat it artificially, and that's how they get this color. These are generally very bland wrappers. They have very little flavor. Uh, the next is a natural, the natural wrapper. And the natural wrapper, it's a light brown. I mean, it would be, you would immediately recognize it. They have a very light and delicate taste. It's very smooth. These are also called uh, Connecticut sometimes, Connecticut shade wrappers. And these Connecticut shade wrappers, when you think of a Connecticut cigar, they're very mild, very smooth. Well, the Connecticut wrapper, the shade wrapper, the Connecticut shade wrapper is very, very light as well. Uh, then there's the Colorado Claro, or, or they even call it the English market selection. This is a slightly darker wrapper than natural. It has almost like a, a dark reddish tint to it. And it has more flavor than uh, uh, the natural wrapper. And it's a little spicy. Uh, and then there's the Colorado wrapper. Now, this is actually, these are usually grown in uh, Connecticut. Uh, it's a very oily leaf. Again, it has a, a, a red hue to it. And I'm taking all this information from Babaloo.com. And they have a cigar size chart, the whole nine yards, everything I've been talking about. I'll link this in the show notes so that you can take a look at it as well. Because honestly, I'm no expert. Another wrapper that you would immediately recognize is the Maduro wrapper. This is a very dark brown, oily leaf. Has a kind of a sweet taste. It's very, very full flavored. It's rich, but it's very dark. And so when I think of cigars, I think of the Maduro wrapper. And I think of the natural wrapper. Those are the two that, that I think about and I, that I feel are probably the most common. Some of the other ones, not nearly as common. 
especially this last one. I don't think I've ever seen this last one. A double Maduro uh, or a Scuro wrapper. It's almost jet black. Uh, and that's going to be a very rich, very pronounced spiciness to it. Um, so I've, I've never seen one. If you have, uh, let me know. Let me know what you think of it. But those are, for the most part, uh, the types of wrappers that you will see when you walk into your B&M, when you walk into your local cigar shop. And again, never judge a cigar by its wrapper. Some Connecticut Shade uh, wrapped cigars will be uh, a little more full flavored or medium profile than others. And some Maduros won't be nearly as in your face, peppery or spicy as others. Uh, a great example of that is I had a Padron uh, 1964 45 year. I'm not even sure uh, what it was so good. I had that at, at Casa de Monte Cristo this last month. Absolutely fantastic cigar. And it was a Maduro wrapper. It was a very dark wrapper, but it was so smooth. It was so pleasant. It was straight chocolate. It was absolutely delicious. And so I think I need to get some of those in my humidor. But what I do have in my humidor is a guardian of the farm, Apollo Vitola. Uh, this cigar is a collaboration between uh, Kyle from Warp Cigars and uh, Max from Casa Fernandez. Uh, the Vitola was named, like I said, we talked about Vitolas earlier, and some, and some manufacturers have different names for different Vitolas. And we'll get into the actual size of this one here in just a minute. This is a 6x44, so it is 6 inches long, has a 44 ring gauge, and this uh, is one of my favorite cigars of all time. Certainly in my top 5, maybe top 10. The more I smoke, the more, my, uh, the more I'm opened up to more cigars, some of my favorites keep getting lower and lower on the list, and unfortunately, this might be one of them, but it is still a very good cigar. It is solid. This is a cigar that I would pick up every day to smoke. If you are looking through your humidor and you are unsure of what you should smoke, Guardian of the Farm Apollo is a great choice every time. So when I smoked this one, I paired it with a uh, lighter blend of coffee. Uh, normally, I, I enjoy my Death Wish coffee. I did not go with Death Wish for this one. I went with a, a, a much uh, milder, much more smooth blend. Uh, it was rainy. It was a little cold out. I believe I smoked this before we went to uh, Chicago. So this would have been, I don't know, maybe a month ago. So it was still a little cold around here. I cut the cigar. I had no issue. Like I said, this is a solid cigar. There were no construction issues th uh, throughout. Um, I took a, 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 you know, I took a cold draw. It was very grassy, very earthy. And there was more resistance this time than what I remembered. So it wasn't an open draw, but it certainly wasn't plugged. But uh, I tend to like it a little more open. But it was it was all right. It, I didn't need to uh, I didn't need to mess with it. Uh, so I lit it, and the first third had a wonky burn line at first, and it might have been just because I'm an idiot and I lit it wrong. Uh, but I I'd, I'd probably like to chalk that up to it being uh, a little rainy out. Uh, but I touched it up once, and I didn't have to touch it again. And I was picking up notes. It was very sweet. Uh, vanilla, cedar, uh, maybe a, a bit of white pepper. It was very creamy. 
It was a very creamy and enjoyable smoke. At the end of the first third, it started to change a little bit. The vanilla started to slide into the background, and there was a flavor that I couldn't put my finger on that came to the front. I sat there, and I remember trying to pick that out, and it was, it was, a, it was a very fruity. It was a dried fruit kind of, of flavor. Again, in the second third, there were almost no touch-ups, but it did almost go out on me. Again, it was rainy out. It was cold. Uh, I wasn't, I should have been paying more attention to the cigar than what I was, and it almost went out, but I, I was able to save it. And so that second third, I started getting more graham cracker. Uh, again, it was very, it was sweet. The, the flavors were changing. The fruit was more forward than than the vanilla as we went into the last third right before that transition the pepper became more noticeable and the smoke became even creamier as i went into that last third it became very earthy Uh, the pepper was still very much there the pepper was front and center Uh, all of the sweetness that i had in that first third and that second third had, had gone away and it had transitioned into a very, uh, very nice. It wasn't overly uh, in my face, uh, but it was a pepper bomb. And that was different than what I had remembered, which got me thinking, was I not remembering that pepper or had my palate changed? Which, from what I have heard, can happen as you, uh, as you go on your cigar journey was still a very enjoyable smoke. There were zero construction issues with it. There were, uh, the ash held on quite a long time. Uh, as I remember, it was into the uh, second third when the ash finally fell off. Uh, and, and it was just a very enjoyable smoke. Uh, this lasted me about an hour and a half. Uh, I, I smoked it, obviously, uh, pretty slowly uh, as it almost went out once. But I, this, is, this is one of those cigars, like I said, it needs to be in everyone's humidor. If you haven't tried this, go pick it up right now, wherever you can find it. Guardian of the Farm, Apollo. If I had to give this cigar a rating, and I am certainly no one who should be giving cigars ratings, but if I had to, I think I'd rate this one about a seven and a half. This is a solid cigar, time in and time out. Very enjoyable. And that's going to do it for me this episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Thank you so much. Don't forget about our contest for the handmade ashtray with the Simply Stogies logo on the drawer. This was handmade by Caleb McReynolds, donated by him to Simply Stogies. Remember, go follow us on Instagram, Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word. Follow us on Twitter, at Simply Stogies. And then make sure you leave a review on iTunes, which I would very much appreciate. Or send me an email and let me know what cigar you'd like me to review next. Send that email to simplystogiespodcast at eargluemedia.com. Next episode, I will be having a special guest on. We'll be talking about how to review a cigar. Uh, we will uh, review a cigar for you. I promise it, it will be a surprise which one we will review, but we will do that. And hopefully we'll talk a little bit about how to pick out flavors, how to become better at figuring out what it is you're tasting with a cigar. Until then, my friends, stay smoky.